Romans chapter 4, verse 16 through 25. We did not give you a handout on today, but I think we will be all right. Amen. We just thank God for his word, which is a lamp unto our feet and light unto our pathway. Hear what God would have us to know on this morning. Romans chapter 4, beginning at verse number 16. And it says, therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father over many nations. In the presence of him who he believed, God, who gives, who gives life and to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and he, the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised he was able to perform and therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Verse 23. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also to us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. May the Lord bless reading and hearing of his holy word. Strong faith. Tell somebody I got strong faith. What does it look like to have faith? And that, that is strong faith. We know what faith is. We've heard about it several times. I still go to the post office. I still use stamps. I still uh, receive letters, send the bills out in that way. That's because I like to keep track of it, and it's necessary for me, even in my position, to have a written document to keep track of, of my business. But what happens is if you, if you write a, uh, a letter or if you uh, deliver a bill, not only should you have the check in there, address on it, but if you do not have a stamp on it, it will not go to the destination. If you do, you go to FedEx, you go to UPS, you're going to have to have some postage in order for that thing to be delivered, no matter what it is. And so we have found that faith is just like that. You're trying to send something to God, but you don't put the stamp on it. You're trying to send something to God, but you haven't put posted properly. He said, I see the letter, I see the return address, I know where you want it, I know how you want it, but you don't have no faith on it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, faith is that postage. The letter is good. It's all good. He said, that's no problem, but I don't see any faith. Ladies and gentlemen, you and I, we have to have faith in God. Faith is like that stamp. It makes the difference. Look at somebody and say that faith makes the difference. Why is faith so important? It's important because it's the only thing that pleases God. Hebrews 11 and 6 says that for us. And through faith, we have come to know that, that God's, uh, know God's saving grace. And I thank God that we are saved not because of my works, not even because mama or daddy or big mama. We're saved because God chose us. Somebody say amen. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8, it says, For by grace you are saved through faith. You don't even have access to grace unless you got faith. It's the conduit where in the connection is made. You got access to God by believing God. Not only that, but it is by faith we become overcomers. How many of you believe that you are an overcomer? Amen. Write this down. 1 John chapter 5 and verse number 4. And it says, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And we've heard a testimony about the things that are going on behind the scenes. But how many of you know I got faith to believe that God will not allow anything to happen that's not according with his will. That he will overturn anything that Satan has set up. Somebody say amen. Our God is bigger than our problems. He's bigger than our government. He's bigger than our world. He made it all, so therefore he has control of it all. But we also have to have faith and believe God to make a difference. If my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, seek my faith, you, you, my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then... From heaven, I will hear. I will hear, and then I begin to heal the land. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to have faith. Why is it important? It's important because faith gives us access to what heaven is really all about. And you say, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm going to make it to heaven. I'm in great expectation of making it there. Therefore, I endure hardness as a good soldier as I walk through this valley of shadow of death. I just thank God that I have faith. How many of you believe that faith is important? Faith is important. All the healings that you have seen in the Bible have come through when God has seen the faith. Amen. So just what is faith? I'm just going to give you one here, and then we will proceed. One thing I want to share with you, faith is death. It's death, which means it cannot hear. It's death to doubt. It's dumb to discouragement, and it's blind to impossibilities. And it knows nothing but victory in Jesus Christ. I say it cannot hear the doubts. It's dumb to the discouragement. How many of you have been discouraged somewhere along the way? By even persons that should have known better. Blind to the impossibilities. How many of you know that nothing is impossible to God? We need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that God is 
looking for your faith and my faith. And if you're writing, write this down. Strong faith is received as a gift of God. It's received as a gift from God. We get salvation by, by faith through, uh, by, by, by grace through faith. And we need to understand in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 1, it says we were dead in our trespasses and sins. We couldn't have saved ourselves, but I thank God for his grace. And you have to receive his grace. You cannot just talk about his grace. You have to have faith and therefore you have access to his grace. You have the help that you need in the hours of your struggle. God God's grace is not a reward for our faith, but it is because of faith. It's a gift of God and grace is given to you and I. How many of you know that all of us have a measure of faith? All of us have a measure of faith. Romans chapter 12 and verse number 3 is very clear for us. It says, "He God has dealt every man the measure of faith. How many of you enjoy the air that's out there? Yeah, we enjoy, we thank God for the lungs that we have. But you need to understand that you got to receive it in order to achieve it. You got to receive it and many can snuff their own lives out because they don't want to live anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, God has given every man a measure of faith. And some don't believe because they don't want to believe. We have to understand God has to help our unbelief. And many have to, we have to also understand that God has promised that. And you need to understand that it's promised in verse 13, verse 14, and verse 16. He speaks about the promise of God. And if you are a child of God, he has made a promise to you that he would never leave you nor forsake you. We need to understand that that's. Strong faith is received as a gift of God. How many of you have received that strong faith? How many of you have faith? Even if your faith is wavering right now, be like the, be like the man saying, I want, I want something from your God, but help my unbelief. You have to get down on your knees and say, I need you to help me. I'm doubting right now. D.L. Moody said one time, he said, he, he, he was so, so set aside. He said, just close up your Bible and pray for faith that you believe even what the word of God says. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to know that strong faith is received as a gift from God. Not only that, but strong faith releases the grace of God. How many of you need God to release his grace on you and I? Listen, if you don't have faith, he can't release. How many of you are believing God for some greater things in your life? Some improvements in your life? Some healing in your life? Some restoration in your life? You got obstacles in your way. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to realize that God is will is willing to release and we have to understand that the power of faith links us to God's grace 
The power of faith. The more you believe God, the more he can allow his grace to come in and aid you even in your hour of need. And when we believe God, and sometimes we have to be pushed against the wall, therefore we'll not look on the right or the left, but we'll look up. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, let's live in the freedom that God has already given to you and I. Let's not wait till trials come, then we look up to God. Let's not wait till we get between a rock and a hard place, then we look up to God. Look up to God on a continual basis, believing God in spite of your situation. Have strong faith that even though they're trying to knock me down, I still believe God that he's going to work things out. And I listen to your testimonies. I thank God for what he's doing in each of our lives. But I see God healing. I see God restoring. I see God making a way when there seemed to be no way. You can say my son has an illness, but I'm believing God that God can give sanity back where insanity has seemed to set in. Some of you don't believe God in that way, but I've seen God work so many miracles in my life. And many of you have seen and even experienced it for yourself. Why is it that we come to certain areas of our life and we don't have faith? Listen, you got to have faith. And when you have faith, that releases God's grace. It releases God's grace on your life. The only way that grace can operate is through faith. Grace is released by faith, but faith takes prisoner, is taken prisoner by unbelief. A. Rogers said that, as Adrian Rogers said this once, he said that grace is taken prisoner by unbelief. When you don't believe God can do some miraculous things, when you don't believe God, you start looking at your circumstances as keeping your eyes, as opposed to keeping your eyes on him. Write this down, Matthew chapter 13, verse 58. Jesus said, I could not do many miracles in that area because of their unbelief. Some of you want God to do some things in your life, but you don't believe God. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care what everybody else says. I have to pull over to the side and pull away by myself and get myself focused back on God. I told somebody once I get, you get knocked off your horse. They said, well, what does that mean? That means you're not making any progress. That means that you're not, you're not focused on your goal. You're not, you're not in the place you should be. So, so therefore, you need to get to the side and get back focused and find out what it is that God is saying to you, what it is that God desires to do through you, and then believe him uh, on his word. And then about, first off, we have to understand once again that faith is received as a gift. Not only that, but the release of God's grace comes to us when we have faith. Strong faith, thirdly, is respects the greatness of God. It respects the greatness of God. Abraham knew that he was old. He knew that his wife was in years, uh, it, both of them were incapable at that point of bearing children. But God said, you're going to be a father of many nations. He said, how can I be a father when I don't have any children? 
He said, you, you, I need you to just believe what I'm saying. I don't need you to believe, look at your circumstance. I waited until it was impossible so that I can show myself strong in your life. You got to respect who God is. Not respecting what everybody else says. I'm not scared of the persons that I see down here. I'm not scared about the, a lot of things. I'm, I'm kind of shy. I'm kind of reserved. I'm kind of set back, but I'm not scared. Somebody say amen. Yeah, I'm not scared, and you won't see that until you push me in the corner. Somebody say amen, because I believe God, in spite of, he'll whoop you before we had a fight. Come on, somebody. I said, he'll take care of, you got to look at the character of God. Know who God is. Know who God, we say he's bigger than our mountains, bigger than our valleys, bigger than our sorrow, bigger than our pain. But do we really believe it? I'm going to need you to remind me of this if I have to go in for surgery. I'm going to need you to remind me of this when I'm going through some hard time. I'm trying to remind you right now that God is able. But he wants you to respect who he is, respect his greatness as already has been stated. Even if you don't, you don't lean to your own understanding. But just acknowledge him and you'll find out that he will uh, direct your path. He says, God, in Psalm number 9, verse 10, it says, And they that know your name will put their trust in you. question I have for you is, do you know who he is? Do you know who Jesus is? Do you know the power that's available to you and I as children of God. We got to respect his greatness, which means not looking at our circumstances and our weaknesses, but look to God. He said he, said he had against hope, he had hope. Against hope, he had, despite what your past was, despite when your, your reality of your previous circumstances or your present circumstances, he said he had hope beyond hope. Hope in spite of and even in the midst of. And he said in hope he believed God. And what did he believe? He knew that the presence of God was there and God could take anything that was dead and bring it back to life. How many of you know that God has the corner? He has a market cornered on creation and resurrection. Write that down somewhere. He's the only one can make it, and he's the only one can bring life back. You need to respect who he is. You need to know that as a child of God, that you can receive uh, uh, grace from God, but you got to respect God. You got to have faith toward God. Where are your eyes focused? What are you looking at right now? What are you afraid of right now? Romans chapter 12 and verse number 2 says, looking to Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. He said, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down. And I just was meditating on that particular passage. We've heard it several times. But what we have found here is that Jesus, for the joy that was on him, 
I'm going to see my daddy again. I'm going to be back in the place where I was. My relationship will be restored. He said, I, that's all right. For the joy that's in me, I'll endure. How many of you can endure what you're going through in the name of Jesus, knowing that he would never leave us? nor forsake us. He said, he endured the cross. He, he despised the shame. I don't care about the embarrassment. I don't care how they're going to talk about me. I don't care how the disciples are going to leave me. The joy that I have on the inside. I'll endure the cross and I'll despise the shame. I, I'm not worried about those who like me and don't like me. And what happens is after he came through, Sister Edwards, he sat down. Y'all not listening. He said he had joy and then he endured. He despised all the other opposition that come. And then he enjoyed what he expected. That relationship is stored to, between him and his father. How many of you want to see God for yourself? Listen, there's nowhere for us to run. You can't go to Mars. I don't care if they got a spaceship going to take you wherever you're going to go. I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not getting on nothing. It's too late in the game. Somebody say amen. I'm going to stay right here with my feet on the ground. I'm barely riding roller coasters right now. It got to be one of them slow ones. I go with my kid, my grandkids. Somebody say amen. Just get a little poke around. I ain't, I ain't that adventurous right now. Somebody say, man, I'm doing good to drive a, drive a car down on these crazy streets. Somebody say, you're going to get in a, in, a, in a suit and go up to Mars. I know you, Shane. I'll see you when you get back, maybe. <laughs> but I don't know about you, but I want to see him for myself. Hallelujah. He made it. He can tear it all up. And he can, he can restore not only the strong faith respects the greatness of God, but strong faith recognizes the guidance of God. If God has promised Abraham that he would be the father of many nations, Abraham could say, yeah, that's good, but he cannot look at Sarah from a distance. God, what are you going to do? Intervenus? How are you going to do it? Do I send her to the doctor? Because you know I'm... He said, no, you have to participate. Y'all not listening. You got to understand, if you believe God for something, you got to get involved in it. You got to believe him enough to be active in your faith. You got faith, that means that I'm going to put some boots to it. Faith and works work together. I don't work to receive faith, but because I believe God, I show up. Somebody say amen. You say, how are you going to get the job? I showed up. Hallelujah, and I'm going to let him open the door. That's why I like to go to Target. When I go to Target, I just walk up and the door open. Come on, y'all not listening? That's what I do with, with God. When I pray for something, I'm not wishing, I'm not hoping. I'm walking in there with a calm attitude. They don't even see my attitude. How you doing? How you doing? I don't know about you, but I'm in great expectation. How many of you know that God can, can provide you favor? He opens up doors. The only reason you're successful as you are is because of God's grace and his mercy. You believe God somewhere along the line and he heard your prayer and then he answered. You got to respect him. Then you got to recognize that you have to participate. Don't just sit there and wait for God to just hand you down something. 
He said, no, I fixed it so you have to believe me by stepping out. Peter, do you believe that you can walk on water? He said, well, he said, well just step out the boat. Homie, you can't stay on the boat and say you believe me as well. When you have your eyes on God, you can do some impossible things. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to believe God and try not to have that doubt that lingers in some of our minds. We have the cooperation of the natural and the supernatural. God said, if you believe me, I need you to make your move and then I'll add to it. That's what God's grace is. You got to have faith in God, and through that faith, God empowers you to have a peace that surpasses all understanding to accomplish great things. Nobody has accomplished great things without the assistance of God, without the aid of God. Those who are doing a mighty work and feeding the homeless, they're doing it not because they have a big supply, because they have a big God. They believe God can supply their every need. Last of all, ladies and gentlemen, strong faith reflects the glory of God. How many of you can give God praise when you think about the goodness of Jesus? How many of you can give him praise even though he might not give me what I'm asking for, but I still can give him the glory? When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. And I thank God for for saving me. One writer put it down. He said, he that is Abraham gave praise to God for the miracle that was to be wrought through him. You say, well, what does that mean? He praised God because of what God said. He praised him because what God said he was going to do. He said, I don't feel like it. I don't see it really happening, but I'm going to give God the praise because of what he said. How many of us believe that the word of God, when you believe what the Bible said, don't look for you a miracle on the outside. Just if he said it in his word, he can deliver it. I don't know about you, but what happens is faith makes praise shout. Yeah, I was was happy by myself when I read that. He said, faith makes praise shout. And when faith hears the shout of praise, it gets stronger and bolder. You said, I said, faith makes praise shout. When you got faith, you believe God, you begin to give God to pray. And the more you begin to give him to pray, stronger your faith gets. You get a little bit of attitude with it. Amen. But I don't know about you, but I've seen God do some miraculous things. And then the same Jesus that went into the grave, he said, you got to believe that he got up. Yeah, he got up with all power in his hand. I don't know about you, but I got strong faith. Let me see your hand if you got strong faith today. Don't go out of here with your head down. I know the situations are real. I know the problems are real, but we serve a real God. How many of you serve a God who never lost a case? How many of you serve a God who can bring your children out of incarceration? How many of you serve a God who can heal heal your persons even from long distance? You're praying for individuals. They're healed and they come back to, to our state. They come back and they're driving around. When they said they were comatose, they'll never come back. But how many of you know that God is able? 
How many of you know that I'm standing here today because of God's grace? I'm standing here and I have great expectation of what God is going to do. How many of you got something that you're praying for? Then how many of you really got something that you're praying for? Do me a favor. Just go to Mark chapter 11 verse 24 when it says, Whenever you pray, believe that you have what you're praying for and it shall come to you. How many of you got faith like that? I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I want my faith to be strong. And whenever it starts waning, Mother, I just go to God, even in private. Amen. I go to God and say to increase my faith because I've seen him do so many miracles, uh, not only in my life, but in the life of my brothers and sisters. How many of you really believe God? Listen, get some sleep at night. Can I tell you to get some sleep at night? God is never sleeping, nor is he slumbering, so somebody needs to get a little bit of sleep. I think you need to let it go and let God. Do me a favor. Won't you lift your hands and say, I surrender. Come on, lift your hands and say, I surrender. I know you can work it out. I surrender. I believe you, God, for my children. I believe you, God, for my family. I believe you, God, for my ministry. I believe Help thou my unbelief. How many of you respect the greatness of God? Centurion came and said, my slave is sick. He said, can you come to my house? He said, you want me to go to your house? He said, nah, you don't need to come. All you got to do is speak it. You're, I don't even need you even to come under my roof because I... You know, we ain't got it like that. He said, but if you just speak, how many of you believe that God can do it? I wish I had some help. All you got to do is, how many of you know that all he has to do is say a word on your behalf? I thank God that the prayers of the righteous avail must because many people are blessed because they have us praying for them. And I'm blessed because I have a person playing for me. You pray for me and I pray for you. We're going to be all right. You can't make people like you. You can't make people respect you. You can't make people appreciate all that you give to them. But you have the faith and watch God. Listen, don't hinder even for your enemies. Even for those who have despitefully used you, you pray for them. Whatever God does, don't pray a hex on them. Don't pray. No, no, no. You pray for them. God protect them. Oh, keep them away from me. One or two. Let's all stand to our feet. I need you to have some bold.